We went to Rio and watched the Olympics. No, I just think the Olympics are, are just a complete snooze fest aside from <laughs> gymnastics. Oh, come on. All right. We, we do, obviously. Yeah. So that leads us into our college football preview. Yeah. Horses are not athletes. Boom. Boom. Shut up. It's a Hey everyone, this is What Are We Even Talking About? Nick Carnell here with Hansel, Kyle Hansel. Hello. We have been away from the microphone for a while. We don't really have any good reason, we just haven't. Um, we're going to get started here, starting with a little seaweed. Uh, if you don't remember, that is, what are you craving? What are you watching? Um... Who has caught your eye and what are you excited for? So we'll start this off with Hansel. Oh, all right. I am craving some meatballs. Meatballs. Um, Yeah, Caroline and I found this, or we have a Pioneer Woman cookbook. (laughs) Pioneer Men, too. Uh, (laughs) And uh, there's this barbecue like meatball thing in there that we've cooked twice now. Really? Delicious. We use Billy Sims barbecue sauce. Nice. Yeah, so they're, they're pretty tasty. What about you? Uh, I'm craving tomato head pizza. Oh, you're gonna are you gonna go to Tennessee for it? I wish. I don't know if it's, if it's anywhere else, but man, that was some good pizza. I'd like to have that again. Yeah, if you don't know, that was a pizza joint in Tennessee that we went to on our football trip. Go back to our Knoxville trip yes. podcast, and you'll you'll hear it. It was delicious. Um, okay, what are you watching these days? It's the summertime. I uh, I recently went on a trip to Pittsburgh, and one of my flights had in-flight entertainment. Oh, so, I like was the, those. I flew Delta that day, and that was the day that the computers went down, <laughs> and so I was there all day long. Oh. So I actually got, I had the, the chance to be able to watch a whole movie from start to finish on that flight. Uh, it was Eddie the Eagle. Oh, I've seen that. You have? Yeah. It was a good one. I liked it, was, it. it was pretty good. It's a little funny. Yeah. It's kind of emotional, a little it's bit. It's a true story. Yeah, and it's a true story, which is pretty cool. It might be based on true events. I don't know how true right. it was, but yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. You guys should go check it out. That's Hugh Jackman and... I don't know the guy's name. A British guy. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. I am watching not a TV show or a movie. I am watching things through my PS View. Nice. Now, let me explain. Uh, AT&T U-verse got a little too expensive for me, so this is not a promotion or a sponsor for AT&T U-verse. It's anti-promotion. Anti-promotion. It's a promotion for PS View. That's what it is. It's basically like a streaming TV service through either the PlayStation or Amazon Fire Stick or Roku or whatever cool device you have like that. Uh, but it basically just allows you to watch a lot of TV channels, over a hundred in the package that I have. For a lower price, you don't have to rent any equipment other than like the PlayStation or the, the device that you're using it through that you get to keep, obviously. Uh, and so that's how I'm watching television these days. It's uh, working out pretty good. Caroline and I don't really watch too much TV live anymore, so this was a nice price point and uh, a good way to do television. So we're millennials in the TV age. <laughs> 
And by the way, we are not sponsored by PlayStation View in any way, shape, or form. But if they would like to sponsor us, sure, we'll take a free <laughs> PlayStation and a uh, year's worth of PS View membership. You know, we got rid of cable a long time ago, and you showed me that today. I kind of want to, I'm considering looking into that now. It's pretty cool. I mean, if you can get by uh, the way you're doing it, go for it, but... Well, I, the big the big channels that I don't have that I wish I could get are Fox Sports and some of the other channels that sports come on. Yeah. What other, I don't know what ESPN. Else. I get ESPN because uh, I, I watch ESPN, but yeah, I don't know. Fox Sports is the main one that they show a lot of a lot of Big Twelve games on. Yes. All right, well, uh, who's caught your eye? Who or what? Okay, as you know, the Olympics just ended. The Olympics! And okay. And many, many American athletes have caught my eye, but one in particular, which I was unaware of before the Olympics, is Katie Ledecky. Oh, she's good. She absolutely dominated. And she's, I guess her forte is the very long swimming races. And I... I think she she beat everybody by like eleven seconds in the eight hundred or something like that. Just yeah. ridiculous. She like finished and then had time to grab a snack yeah. uh, before everybody else finished. It was pretty cool to see. That was uh, it was one of those times. I was uh, going back to my trip. I was I was away, so I was watching the Olympics one night, and Michael Phelps and Katie Ledecky just went off, and I was in my room. She's like, "Yeah, <laughs> all by yourself." <laughs> you feel weird. That's what I was at. Uh, I think a softball game uh, during some of the swimming. And I texted Caroline that I was coming home. She was like, yay, great. Now I don't have to be here cheering at the TV <laughs> by myself. So, All right, who's funny. caught your... Uh... Um, I also said Olympic athletes because of the Olympics that just finished. Uh, you really can't just pick one. It's hard. But if I were to pick one, it wouldn't even be an American. It would be Usain Bolt. Oh, yeah. Because he's the fastest man alive. Um, it's not even close. It's not even close. He's... Nine for nine gold medals with the hundred, two hundred, and the four by one hundred relay. It's just and he's just making it look so easy. It's just everybody insane. else is running full out, and he's like jogging past the finish yeah. line. Yeah, and he gets upset when he can't like beat his own world records. It's just, it's just stupid <laughs> at this point. Um, let's stick with the Olympic theme for a second, and I watched the Olympics through the NBC app. Uh, Via the Fire Stick, um, was did you watch any cool new sports that you haven't really watched, or did you learn anything new from these Olympics, like a nice little fact in a sport you didn't know before? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I watched for a split second. I watched some table tennis. I did too. That was pretty fun. Um, any new sport? Water polo. I. Not really anything new, I guess. I've seen all the sport, all these sports. Seen them all. Well, what about you? All right, I uh, I was watching the basketball. Basketball is a pretty common sport. I didn't watch any basketball. I watched like a quarter, and it wasn't even a U.S. game. It was like Australia oh. versus somebody else. I learned that there's no goaltending after the ball hits the rim in Olympic basketball. You can just yeah, take it down. I think I knew that from last time. Oh well, you're smart, but. That, yeah, that's pretty crazy. I also watched some rhythmic gymnastics. Did uh, you really? They, it's not just the ribbon waving. That's what you probably think of, though, when you yeah. think of rhythmic gymnastics. Hula hoop and the they, ball. Yeah, they do. Hula hoop, ball, club, and ribbon. And then they're scored in all of them, and then they win like an overall 
It's an interesting thing. It's I, I watched a little bit of synchronized swimming. Nice. Synchronized swimming is very odd because it, it's hard to, to view it as a sport. But when you really think about what they're doing, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, first off, they're not touching the bottom of the pool. They're, no. they're suspending themselves under the water upside down using only their the motion of their arms and legs. And it's pretty intense, but I think the Russians killed it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But they could be on steroids, so... That's true. They, uh, they could get those revoked. Uh, I watched... Gymnastics, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's my a great favorite. One. I was, I was listening to the radio in Pittsburgh, and this lady gets on there, and she's like, she's like, you know, I just think the Olympics are are just a complete snooze fest aside from <laughs> gymnastics. I'm like, are you what? kidding me? I was like, that is borderline sexist. Lady doesn't have a pulse. What is she <laughs> thinking? Uh, obviously, we did great in swimming. Mm-hmm. Basketball. What didn't we do? Track and field. Oh, I was watching track and field. And uh, the cool thing about the NBC app was you could watch any sport whenever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And they had just like live feeds. So Caroline and I watched a track live feed one night. And the great thing was it wasn't American announcers just shelling the greatest American That's and stuff. That's one of the big problems with watching the NBC. It was these Australian, I think they were Australian, maybe New Zealand, I don't know, guys... And uh, there were kind of there were a couple crews, and they were switching back and forth between like running and long jump and other stuff. But during the long jump, they were introducing all the competitors, and this Australian guy I won't do his accent, but he was cracking us up because he was basically like, "All right, there's rhythmic drummers, there's maraca shakers. They're really playing their heart out. Let's see if these guys will dance." <laughs> and uh, you know, the first ones don't do it, and. The announcer was like, oh, he's not dancing. He is not going to jump well tonight. <laughs> like, they would just say these random things that you wouldn't think of people saying, but they just made the experience a lot better. Okay. Let's talk about the sports that are in the Olympics a little more. Hey, we didn't do excited for I know. Okay. Okay, okay. We'll come back to the Olympics. Okay. What are you excited for? I am excited for college football. That's what I put. Okay, well, let's go back to the Olympics. Because <laughs> we, okay, folks, what are we even talking about today? We are going to talk a little college football. We are going to give you our unresearched college football opinions since our researched opinions went so well last year. If you want to look that up, look it up. It's like Buckeyes, Boykin, and. Something else. I don't remember what I've what uh, Yeah, well, don't go back because they were awful predictions. Yes. Um, we'll be doing that a little later. And then at the end of the episode, we're going to give our good friend Tad Eccles a call. He recently hurt himself. And so we're going to hear his wonderful story about gushing blood. So if you like that, stick around. All right, back to the Olympics. Go ahead, Pert. Okay. There's a lot of sports at the Olympics. There are. If you could remove one specific sport, which would it be? Oh, man. Uh, equestrian. Yes. Yes, I got you, it right. got it. That's the correct answer. Horses are not athletes. It's one of the reasons why I hate whenever the Kentucky Derby is going on, because ESPN is all over it for some reason. Yeah. I'm like, we guys quit. It's a horse. <laughs> it's, it's a horse. They're supposed to be faster than us. Okay, I agree. <laughs> and they're adding softball and baseball back, which is great. I don't know why those is were taken out. Time? Yeah, 2020. Okay. Uh, what is the second sport you would take away? Because I think I have a good answer. 
Um, give me two more you would think about God, removing. All I could think about was equestrian. Okay. I would maybe remove table tennis. Why? Because you have tennis. You don't need table tennis. It's not like we play... Like, Dude, keep table tennis. It's not like tennis. it's not like we play soccer and foosball. They're like they're very they similar. should. Maybe they should. I don't know. Oh, maybe they should do I darts. Know, the table tennis is just incredible. To All watch. right. Also, I would question maybe removing speed walking. Just run. Yes, that needs to be added. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's a thing. Okay. Name one sport you want to see added in. Disc Other... golf. Oh, I didn't even think about Disc that. Disc golf would be a good one. Um, that would be good. Lacrosse. Is that already a thing? No. Lacrosse needs to be in there. Field hockey is a thing. Field hockey is a thing. Not the same. It's a preppy sport. Yeah, but... <laughs> so is equestrian. And swimming, like... Is swimming a preppy sport? You have to have a pool. You, your high inner, school has to have a pool. Inner cities don't have pools. <laughs> I hope no inner city kids this listen to this and rivers. call me out. Oh my goodness. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would remove Equestrian. Equestrian, yeah. I, I didn't even I watch it. That's even still I like hear that. there was a big moment with a horse doing his thing to Rob Thomas's smooth, though. I hear that got oh, a lot of yeah. a lot of play. You know, I'm glad I'm glad golf is is in there now. I didn't watch it. My dad was my dad was big on it. He's, he's a big golf guy. Yeah, they could throw some NASCAR in. No, I'm just kidding. No. See, they got they got the. If you do archery, that, cool. yeah, archery that is, is cool. Nice. If you do archery, you should do darts too. Yeah, I think they should. Um, oh man, I thought of something today. Ah, oh, crap. Never mind. I you'll know. you'll think of it. All right. Uh, let's go into a legacy talk. Maybe see where this gets us. Legacy. Legacy. We all know what Ryan Lochte did. Ugh. Right? We're all upset about yes. it. Yes. We don't want to talk about it. How do you think... Do you think... I guess I'll pose you the question this way. One moment can change a person's legacy. No. 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 I, I don't. I, I'm a big fan of of second chances. If you if you turn your life around, and then that's great. You, sh- you shouldn't be... People are throwing out there that he should be banned from the next Olympics if he wants to play. I'm like, no, just stop. He made a mistake. He was stupid. Apparently, I heard today that, that it actually wasn't even... He didn't, like, go to the media and tell this story. He told his mom. He lied to his mom. Yeah. And then she leaked it. Yeah, well, I heard that she filed the police report, and that's that, why yes. it became a big thing. And so, <laughs> I mean, I feel kind of bad for him. He was just trying to trying to keep out of the bad graces of his mom, and yeah. then his mom... So, folks, don't deal. tell your mother anything is the lesson of this story, yes. I think. But, I mean, anyway, I mean, she's, he shouldn't be punished forever because of that. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of tarnished, but I don't, people are going to be like, oh, it's that guy, but... So, he's losing all his sponsors. Yeah. Uh, should he be suspended at all for like a year? He should, he should serve a suspension, okay. but not banned from the 2020 Olympics if he plans on going. He's going to be pretty old by then. Yeah. All right. Well, let's think of the legacy thing and let's throw out some more names. Uh, LeBron James. Now, the Cavs recently came back from a 3-1 deficit and they won... So they LeBron won his third title. He right? Yep. Is that right? Yep. One, two, two with some, he yep. Third title. Um, so if 
LeBron James doesn't make that epic comeback. I think he averaged a triple-double in those final three games. Uh, is he looked down on? Is he looked down on? Is does he, he have a bad it, legacy? Does he have a bad legacy? Is he looked at as a loser in the finals? He can't pull through. He can't come through for Cleveland. They lose two in a row to Golden State. How do we look at him differently? Do we look at him differently? No. Okay, so you're you're asking. So, in my opinion, his legacy is tarnished because he went down three to one to the Warriors. No, my question is, if he would have lost that game, oh, if he would have lost any one of those games, is his legacy any different than it is right now? Yes, or in the future? Because my opinion is that LeBron James, sorry, Chicago fans, is going to be considered the greatest player. Of all time. That's only Ahead of Michael happen. Jordan. It's only going to happen if he wins three more. I don't think people, so. People, for some reason, people in the NBA community look at rings as the only Do way. they? Because Bill Russell should be the greatest. He won 11. Did he? Yes. Dang. See? But what time? Kareem. Was that, was that in the, before the three-point line? Uh, sure, probably. <laughs> Kareem won six. Yeah. So there are people who have won more... Or just as much as Michael. It's, LeBron it's is going to have... Because people have this... It's like Michael Jordan is untouchable. Right. I know. But LeBron is probably going to have more points. I think he needs like 5,500 more. Uh, he's like close in assists, close in rebounds, close in blocks, if not ahead. Yeah. Uh, See, and it, so, it, it's going to be one of those things where it's, it's the difference of... If you were in your 20s and 30s back in the 90s... Or if you're in the 20s and 30s now. Right. Nowadays, we're like, we look at basketball and think that it's tougher than ever. It's true. You talk to the people that, that were fans of the Chicago Bulls back then. They're like, no, they were... The basketball back then was way tougher. It's like, really? Prove it. <laughs> and, okay, Michael made six finals and he won all of them. Yeah. LeBron has made seven already. He's made it to the finals more than Michael Jordan has. If you think about that, why should LeBron get dinged for losing in the finals when Michael didn't even make it that far in the seasons he played? If well, you think about he that, he gone seven, but he took a year off in between those, <laughs> and then he retired. He, he took a year off, one. and then he came back for part of a season, and they didn't win that one. I thought it was. No. I thought it was Look three, it up. one, and then he won three after that. I think it's three. Played baseball, came back, they didn't win. Oh. Yeah. Opinions changing, huh? Okay, so who... We'll get off Michael. Who is the best player in the league right now? It's In your it's, opinion. It's difficult. <laughs> okay. It, it's between LeBron and Steph Curry. Okay, so in those three games, if Steph Curry closes one of them out and wins, is he the best player in the league? If he has two titles in a row, two MVPs in a row, yes. Ooh. At the, I mean, it. Things are temporary. I mean, obviously, everybody loses so maybe, eventually. So maybe a moment can change your legacy. I, I didn't say about legacy. You said in the <laughs> I know, league right I now. I know. I know. So you would say Steph, Steph Curry, if he were in my one. opinion, is the best three-point shooter to ever be. Okay, in the game. so. I mean, he he's destroyed the records. He 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 broke the record last year by like two hundred three pointers over Ray Allen, and then he broke it again this year. And Clay Thompson 
did too. I, it's I, true. He, when it comes to defense, LeBron's got him easy. Also true. Overall, it's an interesting overall. Um, the offense and defense, LeBron has it. Interesting discussion. Yes. I'd say LeBron, best player in the league right now. It's definitely not KD. No. Speaking <laughs> of Durant, did his legacy change yes. when he decided to yes. team up with Steph Curry and join the Golden State Warriors? Yes. And the only reason I say that, and I'm a Thunder fan, so you can take it with a grain of salt if you want, but he was one of the ones that was touting the whole... Why are you joining the big guys? You should be trying to beat the big guys. And then what's he do when the time comes? He goes and joins the big guys. What a jerk. Uh, so maybe if LeBron didn't beat Steph there, OKC would still have Durant. See, yeah. Uh, see, that's that's a big difference between LeBron and KD, in my opinion. LeBron built a team around him. Mm-hmm. KD found a team and, and joined him. It's true. And we don't know how good they're going to be. Maybe they'll be terrible. Yeah, they could be. Let's all hope that they're terrible. All right, one more name, and this will hit close to home as well. Uh Uh-oh. Joe Mixon. Oh, see that. How is he affected? That's another one of those, those, I believe, in second chances type of So it's like Ryan Lochte. It was one of those things. He was 18 years old, first off, fresh out of high school. He, he He hadn't even played on the field yet. True. And some obnoxious girl we don't know heads allegedly allegedly and we don't know we don't know from what I've been told about the video because <laughs> I haven't seen the video it was that she was like all in his face and he got tired of it and so he clocked her allegedly allegedly and she allegedly said things and yes. he allegedly said things either way yes it was wrong that he hit her allegedly he did hit her <laughs> I'm just not trying to get in trouble <laughs> I'm trying to go to OU games here. Come on. What are they going to keep you from going? I don't know. We heard your podcast. <laughs> uh, but I'm a big fan. And Bob Stoops is... Uh, this is one of the reasons why I like Bob Stoops so much. Because that he does give give kids a second chance. And as far as I can tell, Mixon has proven himself. He hasn't had any other issues. He hasn't pulled the Notre Dame and been caught Oof. with a bunch of pot in his car. Oof. With five friends. He hasn't... Um, I mean, he hasn't done stupid stuff. And he... Freaking balls out on the field. So you have no torn feelings when he scores a touchdown. You just cheer for him. I, uh, yeah. Okay. There we go. How do you feel? Um. Do you, how, yeah. Okay. Do you, are you a second chance giver? Yes. I think he deserved it. He served his time. Yes. And so there's nothing more he can do. He served his time. Right. What else do we want from him? Now people throw a fit about was the time. Sure. Good enough. But I mean, it was a what, whole season. Whatever time they gave him, okay. He served it. If it yeah. was longer, sure. If they would have kicked him off the team, I would have been okay with it. If they did the one-year thing, I'm okay with it. He served whatever time they gave him. That's not me for me to decide because I don't know the facts. Uh, but now he's on the team. He's doing well. Good for him. Yeah. So that leads us into our college football preview. Yeah. All right. So... Let's go through some teams, and let's say, at best, they could do this, and at worst, they could be this. So if everything goes right, or if everything goes wrong, okay? Talking like... I'll give you a team. Like, national championship title, national championship game, playoffs... We'll go go through it. We'll go through it. So the first team I'm going to give you is Tennessee. So 
If everything goes right, everybody loves Tennessee at ESPN. They always say they're going to be great. If everything goes right for Tennessee, where do they end up this season, according to you? If everything goes right? Okay, not... Yes, if they play to their best potential. Okay, so if I said North Texas, if everything goes right for them, you're not going to say they're going to make the national championship. They're going to perform... Let's say North Texas goes 9-3. and That's great for them. So what is the best outcome that you see for Tennessee? That you see... So you've had a quick review of Tennessee's schedule. Why don't you scoot closer and tell us what you think? Okay, looking at their schedule, their schedule doesn't look that bad at all. Like so they, they're in the, they don't have to play any of the big teams in the West. Well, well, they play they nice. play Alabama. Okay. That's the only one in the West that's that's really big for them. And they played them close last year. Uh huh. Um, so looking at this, I would say they could go ten and two. Ten and two. So. Would, do you think that put them in the SEC title game? That would put them in the SEC title game because there wouldn't be right. see, SEC East. Florida might be their best or might be their worst enemy on that side for them. So at their best, what do you think they do? You think they go to the title game and the SEC title game and lose? Yes. Okay. So at their worst, at their worst, they pull. Uh, last year and just go about 500 make a make a bowl game yeah that's pretty much that's standard I agree I think Tennessee will underachieve is what I think they'll do Always. they they never do what they say they're going to do at their we best we had the same conversation last year uh, when we went every year Oxford. it's every year with Tennessee uh, so at their best they make the SEC title game and lose at their worst they continue the path they've been on go about 5 and 7 6 and 6 and Call it a good year. Sun Bowl, here they come. All right. <laughs> All right. Next, we will go with Texas Tech University. What are your feelings about them at their best, if they play to their best, and if they play to their worst? You know, they could be a dark horse in our in the conference this year, but I, they, I don't think, I think, okay, so they got OU, TCU. They have everybody in know, the Big I'm, 12. I'm thinking of the, of the people that are going to beat them. OU, TCU, mm, I'm not going to say OSU maybe. OSU is supposed to be good this year, but whatever. It's great podcasting. I know. Um, I'll say they go, at their best, 9-3. and three. Darn. That's a pretty good season for them. And if they underachieve, Mahomes oh, gets hurt. Yeah, that, well, that would be like a 5-5, five and 5-7. Five, five. Five Seven. So they're seven. you know maybe above Iowa State and Kansas and that's about it. Maybe K State. Right. I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe K State. I agree. I think uh, they definitely, if they overachieve and play to their best, they could with Baylor this year. Who knows? Oh, so they could be about third in the Big Twelve. I would say is their ceiling and their floor. Yeah, probably eighth or so in the yeah. Big Twelve. Uh, their quarterback play is probably the most key aspect for Texas Tech. Moving right along, let's keep it in the Big 12 and say Texas. What is their ceiling this year? Okay, they've got a new quarterback. Their ceiling is Big 12 championship. Wow. That is... De facto... Let's see, how, did you, how do you do this? Words. That's a weird thing. It is big words, but... I, I see know. him playing for the title. 
All right. It's tough. I, Texas always confuses me because they're they're always on the rise, according to everybody, and then they... Kind of like Tennessee. They beat us and then lose to nobody teams. All right, so what is their floor this year? Um, I'll say seven wins is their floor. Really? I disagree with you. I think Texas, uh, kind of like Texas Tech, their, their ceiling would be about third or fourth. In the Big 12, I don't see them competing. And uh, their floor, I think they could go about 5-7 and seven, uh, and have another Texas year. Dang, 5-7. Uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sold on them quite yet. I, yeah. I, they, uh, they they their quarterback did move to wide receiver, and he, I don't know what it was last year, but he ate us alive. I think um, but, Charlie Strong should probably watch his job, is all I'm saying. Okay. I, I, I hope that you are right. Okay. Um, Let's go with one more team in the Big 12 that's not OU. We all think OU's going to win it all. We'll get to that later. Uh, Baylor. What do you think about Baylor's Okay, their ceiling has dropped tremendously over the offseason. Yes. They've had a lot of issues. Um, I think that they are going to get maybe eight wins, not come eighth in the conference. Okay. Eight wins. I... Would probably That's agree with you there. I agree. And I think their floor is probably... Mm, I, seven wins. I don't think... They're probably going to hit that sweet spot of seven, eight wins, and that's about it. Yeah, they got a super easy non-conference schedule, like always. And then Kansas, and Iowa then the, State... Yeah, the easy, easy Big 12 teams. Um, I, don't, I haven't heard much about West Virginia, but... Yeah. I don't know. They're they're kind of a hit or miss team, I think. Yeah, I think Baylor could win all their unranked opponent games and lose all their ranked opponent games. Yeah, that's a good way of looking that's, at it. That's that's what I think. So did happen. we agree on Texas? Um I don't know anymore. <laughs> I think Texas is going to finish about fourth or fifth in the Big Twelve. So with about yeah, because I said seven or eight wins. Yeah, because I think OSU is is going to be overrated. I, okay, so Texas could take that. You thought Texas though could be in the championship game. I don't think they have a shot at that. So that's where if I disagree everything with goes you. right though. That's I don't why, think that's so. why I put them. Okay, I don't think so, so. I said their ceiling is. I think their ceiling is lower than that. All right, two <laughs> more teams. Hold on, just a second. Okay, so the, the B twelve. I keep. I had this championship game in my well, head. Well, let's you don't, let's we don't have one. let's talk about it when we go through our division winners. All How right. about that? All right, that's two good. more teams quickly. What about Ohio State? Mm. What is their ceiling? Their ceiling. They play OU this year. Yeah, they um, have Michigan on the schedule. I would say they. They are just outside of the Big Ten Championship game. Ooh. And what is their floor? Now, they did lose almost all of their starters. Yeah. But they do have JT Barrett still. Mm-hmm. So, what is their floor? Um, I'll say their floor would be... I'll, I'll say seven wins. Ooh, okay. I don't, think they'll, I don't think they'll be bad. Right. Uh, I've been brainwashed, obviously. <laughs> so, my ceiling for Ohio State is a playoff berth. I think they will lose to us early, but it is an early loss, and therefore they can do well in the Big Ten. I don't. There's some. We'll talk about the Big Ten here in a bit, 
But I think they could sneak in to the playoffs, similar to what they did two years ago. Uh, their floor, uh, contending in the Big Ten still, but maybe a third place finish behind Michigan, Michigan and Michigan State. State. Okay. So that's where I have that. All right. Let's get into, we will go through the Power Five conferences and we'll pick a winner uh, and say maybe one or two things about them. Again, this is unresearched opinions, so we're going to see how that goes. Let's do it. Let's go with, uh, let's do it alphabetically. Let's go with the ACC. Nick, who do you have as your winner? And say a few things about the conference if you want. Uh, I've got Clemson as my winner. Ooh. Um, I think they will not go undefeated this year. Okay. Um, okay. The ACC is not a great conference, so it won't be very difficult for them to win that conference, in my opinion. Okay. I agree with you. I also have Clemson winning the ACC. Their only real contender is going to be Florida State. Right. Florida State's always solid every year, but... Clemson just went to the national title game. They're returning their starting QB. They're a good recruiting school. They have stability with their coach. So we both picked Clemson. And yeah, the ACC is pretty weak. Uh, Georgia Tech, I don't see as being a contender. Yeah, they were supposed Duke, to be 10 last year. And Duke, I don't think, is going to keep it up. Nope. They're a basketball school. So we both have Clemson. All right, let's go to the Big Ten. Who do you have as your winner here? This is this was really tough for me. Um, I'm kind of going it just just because I think it'd be fun to see this happen. I'm going to go with Michigan. Whoa. Um, sorry, Caroline. The Harbaugh's. Um, yes, Jim Harbaugh's funny to watch, <laughs> and so I'm kind of rooting for that. Um, I think that it'll be that'll they'll be the ones that that pull it out ahead of Ohio State for the Big Ten Championship game. Okay. I am going with Ohio State because uh-huh. I don't think I have another choice. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's Michigan's year yet. Not yet. Next year, I will probably pick them. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Depending we'll on how they do this the, year. Yes, obviously. But I think they're right on the cusp. I think they will contend, and it might come down to that Ohio State-Michigan game. Uh, it sounds... Uh, your reasoning for... For not choosing Michigan sounds a lot like what people were saying about OU last year and OU made the playoff. Yes, uh, but TCU didn't really contend. Let's just move right into the Big 12. <laughs> uh, so wait, you picked Michigan, I picked Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, so last year, TCU didn't really play up to their ability. They had a couple bad losses. They had some major injuries. Major injuries, in exactly. games. And Oklahoma State didn't do that well. And we won a big game in Waco, uh, and so hmm. Baylor didn't really perform as well either. So we kind of lucked into the Big 12 spot. I, well, we earned it, but... We, we uh, had some pretty solid games, but yes, we, we, we almost gave away a couple of those wins. We almost gave them away at TCU specifically, and we lost to Texas, which we shouldn't have done. So, uh, you know, we snuck right into the playoffs... Nobody said anything about Iowa in the Big Ten. Is that should we talk about Iowa at all, or are they they're a non-factor? They were, aren't that they? was a, a fluke season for them. Bethard, they, they get they out barely, of here. They, no, they okay. they had a 
decent season last year, but really it was like OSU last year. They were winning games by little. And yeah. All right, so uh, my Big 12 winner this year is OU. Me too. Uh, pick. I'm not... Honestly, the game I'm worried about most in the first few weeks is Houston. Yeah. But uh, they're preseason top 15. Yeah. Well, I'm worried about Houston more than I am worried about Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I can understand that because okay. Ohio State's having to somewhat rebuild because they've lost a lot of a lot of youngins to the draft. Houston is on the upper end of their rebuild. Yes. Uh, so okay, we both have OU. Yes. Great. Moving to the pack, whatever it is these days. Who do you have in the pack? I. Uh, this seems to happen every year. I never know anything about them for some reason. Um, I threw it out there and said Stanford. Oh, I forgot about that. And the only reason I really picked them is because of Christian McCaffrey. I think he is really great. I wanted to to say USC, Uh but they just haven't, they just haven't done it yet. And that's why. Those are one of the, that was actually USC. You might've noticed I skipped. I said we had two more teams in that best at worst. USC was another one I wanted to talk about because their schedule is rough. Is it? Yeah. Why don't you look it up real quick? We can talk about it. I will talk about my Pac-12 winner first while Pirtle looks up the USC schedule. I have Utah. As no. Yep. They're, they have home field advantage. Their home crowd is pretty crazy. Uh, they were pretty great last year. Um, and I don't think it's Oregon's year. Kind of forgot about Stanford, to be honest with you, but they lost to Northwestern their first game uh, last year, which really blew it. And Desmond Howard picked them last year to win it all. I'm not picking somebody who Desmond Howard likes. So <laughs> hopefully he doesn't pick Utah this year. I'm going with Utah. So, all right, let's talk about USC real quick. Their first game is against Alabama, is it not? Yes, it is. All right, who else do they play of note? Uh, of note, Stanford in week three. Wow. Utah in week four. Wow. Um, Don't they play Notre Dame as well? Notre Dame is their last game of the season. Wow. UCLA right before them. Washington apparently is supposed to be pretty good this year, and that's the week before them. So, yeah. And is Oregon any good? I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, the week before them. So, yeah, if USC early. runs the table, they deserve to be in the playoffs. They could be in the playoffs with one loss, probably. Maybe, depending on how the season shakes out, too, if they were to like go undefeated in the Pac-12. I don't it'd be, know. It'd be like OU last year. Yeah. So, that is a tough schedule. That's wow. why I didn't pick them. Yeah, I think at their tough. best, they could lose a game, maybe even two, and make the playoffs. That's their ceiling. I, I'm going to go ahead and say two games isn't going to be good enough to get you in okay. yet. And and it's going to take a lot of losses. And I think their floor is like four and eight. Yeah, that's, they could. They could, yeah. You never know. lose that many. That's, oof. Yeah, so that is a big swing if you're a USC fan. You're either going to have a really fun year, an average year, or a really terrible year. I guess that's that's not how it goes with every... Like, OU's going to have a good year. They're not going to have an average or a terrible year. But anything's on the table for USC. All right, and uh, the last conference that nobody likes, 
The SEC conference. Who do you have coming out of there? Oh, I have to do this. I'm, I've got Alabama. Boo. Yeah, no. I don't like Alabama, so I'm picking against them. I'm going with a team that never has a quarterback, but has a running back. Leonard Fournette and the Tigers. LSU. LSU. Maybe they'll luck their way into a decent quarterback and Fournette will go crazy. I know he's in a walking boot right now. They'll get better. He's fine. Yeah, I had to go with Bama. They're just they're in it every year. <sighs> solid choice. It's solid choice. All I'm right. tired of it. I'll tell you that. I'm sick of it. Go away. Go away. Okay. So, who are the four teams that make Nick Pirtle's playoffs? Coming in at number four, I have Stanford. Okay. Followed by number three, Bama. Ooh. Number two... With a fantastic season behind Mr. Harbaugh, Michigan. Wow. And number one, OU. Great. Um, I think this is a bold prediction. I think that uh, they're all going to have one loss. Wow. Who do we lose to then? Um, Don't say Texas. TCU. Okay. TCU? Yep. Ugh. All right. Uh, and who wins it all? I have OU. Okay. Shocking, shocking picks here on what are we even talking about. Uh, my top four in no particular order. I guess I could order them. Number one is OU. Yeah. Number two, woo, uh, the SEC is loved by all, but I'm not picking them. I'm going with Clemson at number two. You didn't have Clemson? I have Clemson losing one game. And not making it? You lose one game in the SEC, it's not good enough. Okay. I have OU, number one. Clemson, number two. I have Utah shocking number three, and like I said, sneaking it in. Uh, number four, Oklahoma. Not Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. <laughs> <laughs> Tricked ya. Little brother. Ohio State. Uh, <laughs> and then at the very end, I have Oklahoma winning it all behind Baker Mayfield's heroics. Yeah. Heisman heroics. Uh, oh, I hope that happens. Wow, that, those were shocking picks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, now we are going to throw it to our phone call with Tad Eccles. I hope you enjoyed this story. Here it is. Joe. Tad. What's up? What up? Um, just, what? Just thinking, just thinking about my, uh, October 28th through 30th plan. Oh, yeah? You going to the World Series? Boom. Boom. Shut up. It's official. Are you really going to try to go? At least the schedule is official. Yeah. Are you going to go, uh, though? I, I'm, I definitely want to go. I'm off that Friday, so... Nice. Uh, yeah, I saw they came out and I thought of you. But... Yeah. I, uh, LA's a long trip. Well... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, um... So, we... Jordan and I went down to Dallas for one of her best friend's birthday parties and uh, to celebrate her birthday. I guess we don't really have birthday parties anymore. Oh, and, I do. Uh, in, our, in our 20s. Uh, and uh, one of the events for the weekend was clothing a river west of Fort Worth. And uh, so that was on a Saturday. And we get out there, everyone... Like, oh man, I'd be really bad 
and so uh, we got to get the water, and we get in, and it's like warmer than lukewarm. Ugh. Like it's gross. <laughs> and so like it does, you don't even want to pee in it. Like it's not gross. <laughs> like you'll get an infection or something. Yeah. Ugh. You know, like like that. Uh, yeah. Never mind. So. <laughs> Uh, so we, we're on the river for an hour and a half or so, and we've gone like a quarter of a mile. Like, this water is stagnant, basically. It's gross. Ooh. And, uh, we pulled off to take some pictures, and, and, uh, we're getting back into the, uh, tube, and it's really rocky, this area. And I pushed the tube from about a foot and a half feet in water. And all of a sudden, my ankle hit something, and it feels like a rock, really solid, really dense. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I take another step, and then all of a sudden, I feel my skin around my ankle, like, flapping in the water as the water around it. What the heck? And I'm like, that does not feel good. And then I pull my leg out of the water, and blood is gushing everywhere and so I, I immediately run back up where we had pulled the off and put hand over the, the wound and it stops the bleeding somewhat but blood is still like starting out from around my fingers and uh, so probably about 10 to 15 seconds later another guy that was in our group uh, luckily he had this uh gauze pad that's like military grade um he got it from academy it's like a 20 dollar gauze pad <laughs> did you use uh, all of it say what did you use all of his 20 dollar gauze pad oh yeah it, it was like a <laughs> four inch by two inch gauze oh, pad oh wow and and uh and it's supposed to like clump blood like a bullet it's like made for like bullet kind of thing Dang. or like whenever you cut your ankle in a river <laughs> same same type and of so, pain you know yeah and so he put it on there and wrapped it up and I mean it saved my life I don't know uh, <laughs> that would have been a know. sad There's way a to die like I could have bled out it was that bad yeah and uh so we're like a quarter of a mile down the float and then we're like well what the heck what do we need to do so uh, we've got uh, the hospital or uh, rescue crews on, on the line saying, hey, we got a, a bum leg. Uh, we need a bus. What, if you guys don't know, a bus is an ambulance. Um, <laughs> I, watch, I watch a lot of SPU stores and stuff. Nice. Uh, I didn't know the lingo. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, so the guys, the, the emergency responders, tell them that they need to try and get me back to the where we started which is like a quarter of a mile or so and so the two guys two of the guys in our group started they put their I put my arms around them and they're all toddling along and then all of a sudden like this guy comes out of nowhere in a totally different group it's like hey uh, you guys look like you need some help and I was like yeah and he's like well I'm an ex-marine and I can carry you back if you, if you want and I was like, yeah, that'd be way better than what these guys are doing. <laughs> so, so he literally throws me over his shoulder and runs with me. Like, it was intense. And I, at first, after a while, I was like, 
dude, I need a break. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, uh, okay. So he puts me down for a second and then, uh, puts me back up and then, uh, then they get me across the river on a tube and then the, I asked the ambulance people, I was like, um, do I really need guys to take me or can someone else take me? Because I don't want to pay for an ambulance to take me. Right. But, but I, like I told them what happened and they said I, I should be okay going, you know, having uh, Jordan take me to the nearest hospital. So they told us where it was. We go to the hospital and uh, we go to the hospital and they, they look at it. They it's cut down to the bone and luckily there's only a tendon so the thing that the tendon was cut the tendon wasn't cut so I was lucky for that and so the stitch did a loose stitch the uh, doctor he said that um, I could go about my normal activity he wanted to go out later that night with my friend drink and start my antibiotics the next day by her. I'm like, no, nah, I'd rather start the antibiotics now. You know, if you're okay with going out, I'll that's cool. I don't want to party twice. Kind of. And so I get crutches and antibiotics and I get dressed going out later at Alice with crutches in my foot and we're out at about 1 a.m. all of a sudden it feels like someone kicked in my foot. And I'm like, like the, it was the worst pain I felt all day. And like, even for the initial cut, yeah. everything, the worst pain I felt all day. And so, like, what the heck? There's no one around, so don't kick me. So I got to sit down. So I was up on my one foot crutches. And I looked down. I can, I'm starting to see blood fill up and where the gods had it new one yeah and uh all the and i also have like a white crew sock on this normal sock on my foot just so i'm not stepping on a dirty ground or whatever and i can feel that pooling up in my the blood pooling up in my sock like really gross feeling and so i'm like i gotta get out of here so i get out uh go outside i sit down the guy that saved me with the gauze tied earlier that day he bandaged me up again and we called an Uber because we didn't have a car. <laughs> and Jordan and I got the Uber to go to the nearest uh, hospital. And so we get there, and they look at it, and they're like, yeah, you should have had your foot up, and you shouldn't have been out and about kind of thing. And, well, I wouldn't have done that if I was told that by the uh, first doctor. <laughs> and so uh, didn't get home until like 5 a.m., uh, to the, uh, the quality, or to, sorry, 4 a.m. We didn't go to sleep till like 5. And, uh, yeah, that was the story. And I, about, this happened on the 10th of August. Uh-huh. And it's the, what, 23rd? Yeah. 23rd. So, I didn't get off my crutches until about five days ago. So, it was, it was actually a pretty nasty cut. What yeah. is often done? What is often done is probably the worst injury I've had to endure. Over your shoulder? I mean, shoulder surgery, I'm not going to count that. Uh, I mean, yeah, that last 
way longer and I had to like rehab and stuff, but not being able to walk and how bad the cut was, yeah. me fearing that some like uh, bacteria was going to eat my brain because of all the <laughs> things are, even though supposedly those go through the nose, not uh, the ankle. That's good then. Yeah. So, so like, what, what was the worst pain of your life? Is this it or was it another one? Uh, worst pain? No. I don't know what the worst pain That wasn't the worst pain. Literally, whenever it, the, it started bleeding in later that night, that was the worst pain I felt for that, uh, for this particular injury, but I know I felt way worse. I mean, getting hit, and, and it was just for like a split second, it was like the blood decided, to, and it was like cooling up in my ankle, and yeah. I just burst it out, and so it was like a sheer second that I felt that, um, I don't know what the worst injury is. I'm sure whenever I was uh, a little kid and I cracked my head open, that was probably the worst, but I really don't remember. That. Yeah, that's but, true. That that sounds worse. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Pirtle's glad you're okay, I'm sure. I am. Uh, we're also doing college football picks on this episode, so... Do- Speaking of that, you oh, need to get on my, on my college pick and get on there. Pertle's trying to shell his college pick em stuff. Um, who who do you think's going to the playoffs this year? OU, 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 and OU. You mean like <laughs> OU playing each other? Wait, so like University of Oklahoma, Oregon, Ohio University. What, no, like what's another University OU? of Oklahoma four times. <laughs> oh, we're just going to be yeah. that We're going to be that good? Yeah. Nice. And you... Uh, I'll go with OU, Alabama, uh, Clemson, I guess. One more. <laughs> well, it ain't going to be Ohio State because we're going to whoop them. Oh. They're going to be way down there. Sorry, Caroline. <laughs> Those are uh, fighting words. I don't, I don't, who else is good? Uh, you tell nobody's, me. Nobody's in it right now. Yeah, I don't know. Florida State. There you go. There you go. There's your prediction. And who uh, who wins it all then? Oh come on. All right. We we do obviously. Yeah. All right. Are you Even do- if I didn't think we were gonna win, I would pick that. Duh. This is uh. Yeah, I really do think we're gonna win. This is a homer pick'em. Yeah. All right. Are you driving home? I just pulled in the garage. All righty. Well, we'll let you go then. Tell Jordan we said hello. I will. All right, and hopefully we'll see you. Soon, we'll have to hang out yeah, once need, you get back or something. Yeah, once I uh, fix my ankle, we'll go out and play some football. Sounds good. I beat Pirtle uh, by nine strokes today. What? Yeah, nine or f- or seven. Nine. I was two under. He was seven over. Oh my gosh, Pirtle! Yeah, he had a rough putting day. No big deal. All right, we'll let you We're go though. Colonial. Turtle, you shot seven over at Colonial? <laughs> I told you I wasn't hitting any putts. Dude, you awful. had to be missing more than just putts. <laughs> yeah, it was... It, mainly, though, it was like 10-foot putts that he would just hit the cage. It was bad. Man. Yeah. Rough life. Well, I've got a delicious dinner uh, on the table for me, so... Dang. All right. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, enjoy... Well, uh, Talk to you guys later. All right. See you. See you soon. Bye. 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 
And we're back. We hope you enjoyed that Tad Eccles story. It was a good Tad story. Hopefully we can have him in person on the podcast and some other of our friends uh, in the near future if we ever podcast more than uh, monthly. Um, Pertle, do you have a song to close out the show? Oh, I haven't even thought about a song. Oh, man. Um... I will give you mine while you think, while I spring it on you like I always do. My song, I just heard it for the first time today, but it is a banger. Uh, I really like the beat of it, actually. It's called Cool Girl, and it's by Tove Lo. Tove Lo. Yes, I really like, once the chorus drops for the first time, uh, it gets a really cool beat. So that is my choice. Go check it out. Cool Girl by Tove Lo. Okay, my song is by Chainsmokers oh, called Closer. Closer. Yeah. I knew it. How'd That's a good one. That? I, That's I like number that one. one. It's number one really, on the iTunes charts. It's a really cool beat, and I really enjoy it. That does have a nice beat. So we're we're beat beating it up this week on Moita. That mm. sounded weird. Let's just forget about that. Alright. Uh <laughs> so we like the songs with the good beats this week on Wawita. Uh, I think that is all we have for this lovely episode. Nick, do you have anything else? Mm, that's all I got. Never has anything else. Alright. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks, and we will be back hopefully shortly. Uh, the reason why it was so long this week is because we went to Rio and watched the Olympics. Spoiler alert. Uh, so that's why we couldn't podcast. They don't allow uh, podcasts in Rio. Or Pokemon Go. Or Pokemon Go. So uh, we had the time of our lives. Okay, that's that is a lie, and yeah, we're not. No, okay, we're gonna end this now. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Talk to you later.